Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Retirement. How to retire. How to get to a new place in life after working 30, 40, 50 years, you know, whatever. How do you move your life forward? And how do you enjoy a new life? And how do you create a life of enjoyment, relaxation, and rest, and yet stimulation, and new ideas, and new opportunities to bring vitality to your own life and to the life of your family? So I'd like to kind of focus on this a little bit today as our major topic. I was recently introduced to a psychologist by the name of Nancy Schlossberg. Nancy Schlossberg's from Florida. She's been a counseling psychologist for many years and is now retired. And in her process of coming to a decision to retire and how to retire, she interviewed a lot of people, thought about it herself, created a uh, bridge to from where she was in her working world to where she was going next, and wrote a book. The book was entitled Revitalizing Retirement, Reshaping Your Identity, Your Relationships, and Purpose. In other words, it's an opportunity to reshape your life, to reshape your uh, vocational life, reshape your enjoyment life, your leisure life, your family life, your personal life, your friendship life, and so on. Retirement, it provides an opportunity to kind of do it again, kind of do it over. Uh, an opportunity to just delve deeper into the opportunities of life that probably you had to pass up because of your work commitments and restrictions on you because of the career or the job that you maintain. Schlossberg uh, made the statement that you have to delve into your inner self and come to grips with your personality, come to grips with your emotions, Come to grips with your expectations, kind of a little bit at a time. It's kind of like self-knowledge, self-introspection, you know, self-thought, reflection, opportunity to make a new beginning, a new start, to create a new career, create a new way of life, create a new way to get up in the morning and spend your day and have some enjoyment. Well. Dr. Schlossberg, uh, in the process of her book and writing it, came up with um, six different ways to retire, six, six different retirement types, if you will, and looked at it from the point of view of how best to retire. But you have to kind of fit it into your personality. You have to fit your, your retirement style into who you are as a person and how you live your life and your values and your morals and uh, how you live your life and what's important to you and how you really would like to have reinforcement or enjoy and reward coming to your life through what you do next. Well, she comes up with these six and let me just review them for you and you can maybe find yourself in the six and maybe you'd like to use one as a guide. If you're in the early stages of retirement, you're in the early stages of planning your retirement. Take a look at these six and see if that kind of fits you and maybe give you a sense of direction, a sense of future, kind of just a sense of how you can shape your next 5, 10, 15, 20 years of life. Obviously, the last one that she really comes up with is what we call the retreater, the person who just retreats, working all of his life, working all her life, been looking forward to the day of retirement, could hardly wait for the day of retirement to come retires, goes home, and becomes a couch potato. 
just sits around just doesn't do anything no hurry no worry just sits around and does whatever the demands of the day might bring upon him if any so we have the retreater you know it's they're not in any hurry you're not in any hurry to do the next thing so that's the way we want to live your life i guess you can i do think there's some dangers however in the retreater uh, approach to retirement i think if you've been working pretty hard and pretty long hours and pretty demanding and then you all of a sudden become a couch potato i think your life is at risk i think you really need to take a good look at that because you could be on the short list for death because you go to nothing from having lived a pretty full life prior to okay that's the retreater here's the second one and she puts herself in this particular category so uh, she understands that, you know, and I look at these uh, six, I think I put myself there too. It's the person who just continues to do what they've been doing all their life. It's kind of called the continuer. Able to parlay your job or your profession into a more relaxing and flexible pursuit. There's less pressure, however, but you get the same level of satisfaction. And um, I think it's the idea that what you've been doing all your life as a profession, as a career, as a job, you keep doing, but you keep doing it, but you maybe do it like part-time, or you do it as you're able, or you do it on a kind of a contingency base, like a project, or you do it on a just a short-term basis, and then you go do something different, and it's like a consultant in the area of business that you've been doing all your life, a continuer. Probably a consultant is the best way to describe such an individual. It's never, sometimes it's not easy to do that, but it is within the realm of what you've been doing all your life. You just keep doing it, but you, you don't do it as an employee. You don't do it as a person who goes to work nine to five. You don't do it as somebody who commits their day to that particular activity and they have to do it because they have to produce. No, you do it in a more leisurely and relaxed way, but you pick and choose. You do the things that were always satisfying to you and are, will continue to be satisfying to you, and you overlook or you deny or you just, Remove yourself from those activities and those involvements that were painful or hard or unpleasant in some kind of way. So it's called a continuer. Well, here's another one that um, she came up with. It's called the easy glider. Easy glider. You know, you just, the person who just takes one day at a time, he's happy to just let the chips fall where they may. You might go into a library one day and read. Another day, you might volunteer at your church for some particular activity. You might just go to the beach and relax one day. You might go visit the grandkids one day. You might just visit your friends one day. Just keep busy, but there's no set game plan. Whatever the wind blows, you kind of do it. Whatever your interests are, you pursue them. Whatever the opportunities are in front of you, just pick and choose and do the things that are pleasant to you or seeming to be right or good or fun or enjoyable to you. It's kind of like being a professional volunteer. Just volunteer to do whatever you want to do that particular day. And just let yourself easy glide into retirement. Okay, that's three. Here's another one. This is the kind of person who is a searcher. You see, he looks for something that would be like a niche in life. Something completely different from what he's been doing all of his life. You know, if he's been a cop, a policeman now all of his life, maybe he'd like to do some kind of work in business like real estate or whatever. In other words, this is a person who is open to all the possibilities that are there for him. And he tries to figure out what would be the most practical thing to do in life from here on. Kind of a dreamer, if you will. Kind of a person who just kind of seeks opportunities and then pursues them. 
but maybe there's like a second career like you've always wanted, kind of a, a alternative career that you've passed up because you didn't have time for it. Well, now you do. A lot of teachers, you know, go on and become writers and authors. They've always wanted to write. Well, now there's the chance to do that, you see? A lot of policemen, you know, want to do something in business. Well, now here's their chance. A lot of ministers want to do something in the area of finance, uh, raising money for church projects and for uh, nonprofit organizations. Well, here's a chance you know, to do that as a retired. Work for a nonprofit organization. Create your own nonprofit organization and do something that would be meaningful to you and enjoyable but meaningful to other people as well, called the searcher. Here's another one called the adventurer. The adventurer. This is a person who kind of just goes out and seeks new opportunities, seeks new stimulation. Might take a walk in the park, might take a walk up in the mountains, drive over to the ocean and take a walk along the beach, go to the, the favorite lake, river, stream, fish, go to a museum and just study art for a little while, go to your favorite supermarket and just kind of roam and look around. You know, go to the thrift stores around and look for something that maybe you could buy and then maybe fix up and redo in some kind of a way. So, as an adventure, just try something new. Try something different. Try something kind of unusual. Something that make you laugh. Make other people laugh. Some kind of a new experience that you've, you've never done before but always wanted to do. Just a kind of a fun lifestyle, if you will, called the adventurer. And then... Here's the last one. It's called the involved spectator. Involved spectator. You know, if you've worked in the financial world all your life, been a CPA or some type of uh, financial advisor, well, maybe in retirement, all you want to do is just kind of put some money into a stock market and manage that money. Every morning, check in with the market, buy, sell, buy, sell. Just have fun until about noon. Market closes, you go off and live a different life in the afternoon and enjoy your garden or your yard or your hobbies or, you know, whatever you want to do. If you've been in the field of business, you know, maybe there's some kind of a podcast or a blog that you'd like to write up on, you know, write on in the area of business. Your idea is a business. If you own the bank, what? how would you run the bank? You know, if you were in charge of the church, how would you do it? If you were in charge of the city in which you live, what would you do? How would you do things differently? Kind of be a spectator, be a, but be involved. Go down to city council and give a speech and get it off your heart. Get it off your mind of what you think the city should do. Write letters to the editor. You've been in the arts all your life. Volunteer at a museum. Volunteer at a theater. You know, do something that maybe is, is related to the arts, but it's still kind of a fun activity and an enjoyable activity, but a more relaxed activity. Stay involved in the field in which you've been working but do it on a kind of a lesser intense level, but one that would be maybe contribute to the society in which you live, but at the same time, do it your way and at your timing and your ideas. Put them forth. Contribute. Let people know what you've been thinking about. Let people know what you feel about. Share your ideas. So there you are. You have six ways that you can retire, and you can be any one of these or maybe a mixture of them. But they kind of, that's your personality, it's your style of life, it's your style of behavior, it's your style of thinking, it's your style of relationships. They all need to fit together, they all need to be, kind of coincide and uh, uh, be compatible. So, yes, you can be a couch potato if you want, you can retreat, 
you can be an involved spectator and kind of just get involved in the world around you and make it better. You know, you can be an adventurer. You can go and all the things you've always wondered about and wanted to do but didn't have time to do. Take your trip to Alaska. Go fishing in Alaska. You know, whatever it might be. Be an adventurer. Or just continue to do what you've been doing. But do it on a lesser scale basis and a more volunteer basis and a more relaxed and easy project basis, like a consultant. Be a continuer, if you will. Anyway, there you are. Uh, you can retire anytime, in any way. But it needs to fit your personality. It needs to fit the kind of person you are. It needs to fit the lifestyle that you've been living and will be living for the next number of years. Retirement should be kind of a transition time in your life, not a stopping point. Let it be a time when you kind of just move to a different level. Have a different level of enjoyment. Have a different level of pleasure. Have a different level of joy. Retirement should be an easy time for you and just a time that you can just look forward to getting up in the morning and doing something different, but making a contribution. Anyway, nice to have you with me, and um, enjoy your retirement as you plan it and as you enter into it. Nice to have you with me, and bye for now.